Welcome in everyone to another edition of Two Tickets on the Couch, <laughs> the equally responsible opinion show or the Arrow Show. To my left, as always, the mainstay, the guy I cannot get out of my house, Victor Greenwood. I think I don't want to be here. <laughs> and then to my right is one half of the Kevins, Kevin Atkins, uh, making his back-to-back appearances on the podcast. Oh man, we're in for a treat since you're here, huh? You know, I hate you so, so much. But yeah, I'm here. The consensus is we all hate Curtis. Yeah, no, we shit. just. Curtis ain't shit. He ain't I, shit. That should be the name of the podcast. Should we? That should, we please? That's, Can we please? First of all, that's the name of what the Google Photos uh, album I have. Oh, that's right. The, from Costa Rica. Yeah, Costa Rica. From Costa Rica. Curtis ain't Curtis shit. Ain't Even shit. the Cheers was Curtis ain't shit. That's Curtis what it says, that's what it says on my uh, birth certificate, I believe. My mom was over here earlier. Should have asked her, but. <laughs> so am I. Kev, we noticed that you're wearing a whole bunch of. Uh, Gray. That's pewter. Like. Ain't gray. That's pewter. Pewter. Okay. Why are you wearing that right now? You already know why, baby. TB. Can I go first real quick? Go ahead. So, Take your obviously, time. Obviously, on the last podcast, you guys heard what I was saying, and I did talk a few choice words for a certain team and a certain quarterback. Mm. But I am man enough and respect enough to know he did it. No, no question that. And I want to say congrats to Kev. You're going to the Super Bowl. Ooh, yeah. You know and. Obviously, Chiefs are there. I thought about who I hate less. I definitely, <laughs> want, I definitely want the Bucks to win this one because they are from Florida. So represent for Florida. So, Kev, take it why away. Are we why are we represent for Florida? Florida? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got a fam from there. You got a fan? I have fam. Fam. Family. Okay. This like, is a black podcast, right? Okay. Like, fam, you are. No. Like, <laughs> okay. Jacksonville, Duval. What's uh, let's just say this, though. I think it's Duval. A, Duval. I think it's hysterical. That we are noticing uh, a trend that Kevin has had some of the best sports moments that he could not go to personally. The Saints, I mean, like the Saints play the Bucks. He was in Texas, close to New Orleans, couldn't close go. Enough. Close, close enough. enough, couldn't go. And then now with them being in the Super Bowl, it's going to be the first team to play at their home well, stadium. How would he go? That's usually expensive. Well, well, all right. So but, if no, it but, wasn't no, if it wasn't for COVID. I didn't care that the price didn't matter. It didn't matter about the price. Yeah. It would just it would have happened. But, but no, think about it because like we talk about Super Bowl week is not a thousand dollars was my limit for a ticket, <laughs> and they started at what a thousand dollars. It was like two thousand or something like that. Oh, I thought what we it was saw eight, was, it was eight. It was like, like nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, no, 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 like or you could pay five hundred thousand dollars for that one Listen, ticket for the suite. Anybody get paid with you, Kevin? Oh right. no, I mean, like I said, if it wasn't for the fact it was COVID and I had a baby, I'd be up there. <laughs> well, it's actually really funny too because, like, you look at Super Bowl week, which is always this big, like, gala, like, rose. It's a spectacle. Of, yeah, it's a spectacle, right? Definitely. It, that would have been just a lot of fun to go to and experience as a fan because it's in your in home Tampa. City. Plus, I've never been to Tampa Bay. Exactly. Before. That would have been a great experience, but now with COVID, you can't. I heard do they that. have good strip clubs. I know you like that kind of stuff. I mean, I've heard that they have a lot of party type scenes now. Would I have partaken in some of the adult activities? Yes. Possibly. Possibly. Why, why Possibly. still the, the roundabout answer, Curtis? Because it depends on if I'm credentialed or not. Uh, okay. You know, got to represent. You know, if it's Curtis, just, the second you off work, you all wild the fuck out. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, El Diablo. <laughs> yeah, well, let's not, go that, not, let's let's not go that far. Let's not go that far. It's a, it's a family podcast. Let's just uh, keep it there. But the Tampa Bay Bucks, they did win. They, they, they beat the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers, who we think is presumably the NFL MVP. Did not run in, go for a field goal. You guys all know the story by now. As a Tampa Bay Bucks fan, what was your biggest fear when you were watching that game? I mean, honestly, no. I, I don't think uh, – I didn't have a fear watching the game. It was more or less like we need to put just – I need three more points on the board. 
Just three more points because after, after Tom threw the third interception in a row, uh, the defense was already clicking. And once the defense looks like that, I had a lot of confidence in us to pull the game out. Because the defense mm-hmm. carried Tom. Tom Brady back to back to back interceptions. Uh, Green Bay only two got of which, two of which weren't his fault. Mike Evans dropped a big one. Two of which weren't his fault. I mean, it bounced off a receiver's hand, so I mean, you can't give him, give him that. One of them he did throw. The one he did, the one he, he threw, threw just in the air. Like. In the air. That, that was that was bad. But the other two weren't. I mean, they were just deflections, and it, it just happened that way. But our defense has been clicking on like in every aspect, and that's the reason why we won that game. Now it's it's interesting to note because Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, he has been there before. But on the other side, we'll see Patrick Mahomes, his second opportunity going to the Super Bowl. And, Victor, let's put the focus now on you. Let's put the light back on mm-hmm. you because you had a prediction I had, uh, that was not even close to coming correct. Not even close. Not even close. Well, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, right? Well, your prediction was you thought the 30, Bills. 20. 30, I thought it was 34 to 20. I thought it was a no, 14. I said 30. You said 34. You said it was 34. It was two points. It was two seconds. We have no tape. We have no tape. I never said. I'm not shy. We, probably, we, got, we got the receipts. Yo, I was wrong. <laughs> Technically, we don't have it on tape because we're using digital. But I feel you. I you feel you. You fucking smartest <laughs> about it. Yes, Curtis. <laughs> nah, we can this, jump him after this. This is why everyone hates Curtis. Curtis yeah. Shit. <laughs> See, prove Curtis my point, shit. Prove my point. No, but the Bills jumped out to that huge. They got to that 9-0 lead. They missed the field goal. We all thought. I was starting. I was like. Oh shit! If I do it, right? Then, but when they missed that field goal, you're like, huh, I wonder if that's going to come back to bite you. And it did not even come close because the Chiefs just came back with a. Remember, I said I don't want the Bills to score too early, too much because then the Chiefs start going on a roll and they just don't stop. Yeah, well, I didn't see any of that game. <laughs> you didn't see that other game with Trey songs? Oh, no, I, I was I was pretty wasted at that point. Because um, oh, you, yeah, you were. Yeah, the, cel- the celebratory shots and more shots and. Party of one. I More you. shots, yeah. So yeah, he was celebrating like it was his birthday, like Trey Songz, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. But now that we have this Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Five, mm-hmm. this matchup, it's going to be talked about for the next week and a half. You have the goat versus the up and coming goat. goat, the, the baby goat. goat. The kid is not the kid, like a, a baby goat. But what are your thoughts? Go to the Tampa Bay fan, the person who has the most to lose in the Super Bowl. What are your first initial thoughts of this upcoming Super Bowl? Are we the home team or the away team? I believe you guys are the away team, technically. Technically, no. But how can we be the away team if we're at home? I also believe that's that the first thing that comes up to Tom mind. Tom Brady's wearing white. We're wearing the white jerseys. We're going white with the pewter pants. I like I, it. I believe it's the uh, thirteen and one is the record of the teams to wear white in the Super Bowl. I don't care about semantics. Yeah, I just need. I want to play the game. I think Tom Brady knows that, though. Like Tom Brady, he picked white. Yeah, well, he no, picked the reason white. we had it because we've been the away team each time, though. So that's our white jersey. Okay. So we're going to wear that. Oh, that so that's right. why we're wearing white. I mean, we're the fifth seed, it's, so those we're not like those small things. Like I like to do before the game. Like it's just for your mind. I mean, probably, but when you I know, won, I go lie. Uh, shit, when I was playing college ball, the away jerseys, I felt I looked sexy in the away jerseys, <laughs> and I tend to have better games in the away games because I felt better when I looked at my, the fans going against you. That's the best part. That's the best part when they're mad. You can see the look of disgust on their faces. Somebody, oh, 
But then I already looked up the other girls' numbers from the week before <laughs> on MySpace and Facebook. That was a long time ago. But anyways, back to the question. Back to the question was, <laughs> as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, you guys are going to the Super Bowl. It's Tom Brady's first Good. year with the team. 18 Bruce, years. Bruce Arians. Is his, 18. And Bruce Arians is his first time coaching the Super Bowl. Are you nervous? Are you excited? Is it like, hey, we got the Chiefs. They're really good, but... Uh, Tom is Tom Terrific's going to come out of nowhere and win. Our defense is good enough. What's going through your mind before we get to Super Bowl Sunday? Um, we played them in what was it week? It was like weeks. You guys lost to them. Like week seven, week eight. Yeah. Uh, that team that we that they played is not the same team. Mm. It's not the same team, and the way that we've been playing defensively, especially, I um I don't expect them to get off to just as hot of a start as they did in that game. Um, outside of that, I don't know. I, just, I feel confident. I feel very confident. The way that it's just the defense. Our defense has been, been, been playing so well that I don't see where if they can keep up that same level, and they've grown on it the last two games, then I don't see where we can we can get beat. Well, let's go over here to Mister Predictions. Uh, <laughs> what, like the Chiefs are favored by three points as of now. Over under the high over under fifty seven and a half. What are your thoughts predictions uh, for Chiefs Bucks? So. Uh, remember how we talked about last week how we were saying, are the Shots. Chiefs a dynasty? Right, right, right. So, that's it's getting to a point where, like, obviously this is a big game for them. They're I, not a dynasty yet. Come on. They've been, mean, to, they they've been to, the, to one Super Bowl. They went to the AFC Championship game one year. Way, yeah, but that, that, Then they lost on, a, on an offsides. Then okay. they win the Super Bowl the next year. And then they're back in the Super Bowl the next year. That's, I mean, that's pretty good. That's, that's good, hey, but you got. I'm talking about how many time. you've been, how many times you've been to the actual ship, how many times you've been to the bowl. Okay, but you, you know. just said 18 years, wasn't it? The last time uh, the Bucks went. So I mean, I didn't say we was a dynasty. There was nothing. <laughs> right. right, we just but nasty. You know, but what can well, like what like when you think of the Pittsburgh Steelers of the 70s, four Super Bowls in six years. Obviously, we know what the Patriots, the did. Bills in the 90s. That's a dynasty. They, went to, a, they never won one. But though. still, they went to four straight. They but dominated they the AFC. One. They, but they domi- never won one. It's not they, really a dynasty. They dominated the AFC. You got to bring home. Hardware, and they're talking about if you want to then if you want to go to uh, like get the schematics. I mean, they they lost a couple of those games by a field goal. They did, and so I mean that's lost. just that that much. I mean, it's a game of inches. So well, yeah, you can still consider I that do team. Think, a dynasty. Do you consider the Rams a dynasty? That went to what? Like the ones that lost to the Patriots. Like I mean, they were that. No, they were on the cusp. Right? It was cusp because they went they to were on the cusp. They, they, they won two. One. They won one. They won one. They went to two. If you go to three, you go to four. That's a dynasty for football. So in now, a row, so this is six years. Like, what's the term that like? Every single year in a row, or are we doing? Like I a, think I think it's tough. I think it's, oh, so, do you say the Seahawks were a dynasty because they they won one, they lost the second one? No, then, no, no, I don't think so. I think that's the, reason, the same thing, no, though. That's the same not, thing the because they're say, in the they're in the NFC Championship and lost a hail mary play by uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and then if they don't make that catch, all of a sudden they're in three. I think the reason why I consider the Chiefs a up and coming dynasty is because you have a long term quarterback who signed who, who signed long term. You got a young wide receiver. You got a young tight end. You have a young oh, Tra- right- uh, Travis Kelsey's not young. He's not young, but he's not like old. He's not. It's not like a Jason Witten or Antonio but, Gates. Travis, but Travis, three years top. top Travis Kelsey still, has I mean, probably. Two, three years of good okay, production. Okay, so injury, obviously. Barring injury, yeah. But then you have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Like, he's going to ball out. Like, okay. they have they have an offense around I'm him. Not so, so we were, we were I'm not sold on him. Okay, well, no, let me just finish this point real quick. If they go, if they win the Super Bowl and they win back-to-back Super Bowls and then and the next two – they go to the Super Bowl, two of the next three years, so we'll say three Super Bowl appearances in five years, winning two out of five, like – is, I think that's pretty. I like, think in football, that's that's, that's a dynasty. Like I think in other sports, it's not. It's well, yeah. It's I mean, yeah. If you can get 
three out of five, then that's that's damn good in football. Right, NFL is not for long. It's year. not that's what it stands for. Not for long. Year. I think it's also you have to look into account like who's going to stop them, like who's going to break them up, like who in the AFC can beat them. The Ravens, would you say, took a, took a step back? I mean, Lamar got his first playoff win, but uh, in large part, he wasn't as MVP as he was before. You have uh, Tennessee. You know, Derrick Henry got 2K rushing yards, but, you know, to lose in the first round, they really lost behind expectations. Who in the AFC will take over if the Baltimore Ravens can't and the Tennessee Titans can't? Uh, are we looking at maybe Miami if they get Deshaun Watson? It's it's a lot to be well, asked. Yeah, it depends on where Deshaun Watson goes. Right, right. And I, I think that that's, can... Yeah, that's going to be right. the big... The Raiders, the big I think they took a huge step back. The Raiders are always taking steps Right. We'll see backwards. what happens next year, bro. We'll there see what go. happens, but what team in the AFC can really challenge the It's only It's right going to be the Bills. I think the Bills did not... Honestly, from the highlights in the saw, from the, like, the box square or whatever, it didn't look like the Bills came out and played the same ball that the Bills have been playing. Right. I don't think they have that same fire that... Punch and that loose. I don't know. They always if they when they play loose and they're having fun, the Bills are dangerous. And I don't think they did that. I think they were a little tight going in there, and that's that's typical for a young team like that. Yeah. So I think when you when you look like Philip Rivers retires, so the Colts are out. Uh, Deshaun Watson not going to be the Texans anymore. So Houston they're out. Miami we still don't know what's going to happen with Tua, so they're out. Jacksonville they're at the bottom sellers right now. Belichick didn't really have a great first year without Tom Brady. So the Patriots are they out? Uh, you just I think you, when you go around and look at each division in the AFC, there's really not a lot of noticeable teams that can really take it to the Chiefs. As of now, the only two teams that are uh, like uh, are good contenders are going to be the Bills or the Ravens. Bills, Ravens, and I'll throw Titans in there and Titans as well. And I would say the Browns if it's the good day. Ah, the Browns on a good day, maybe. It's, if it's a good but, day. coming back? Yeah, we, I mean, you still got to see what happens with Baker. If he does, stays yeah, in and then I, I'll throw out, I, I forgot, I'll throw out the Steelers there, too, because they're always going to be around. They're the Steelers. But yeah, they're the Steelers, they, I mean. They, they took yeah. a step back. But, Victor, getting back to, to your point, what do you expect for Super Bowl 55? Uh, who's winning? High-scoring game? Uh how long will the national anthem be? What color will the Gatorade? All these crazy. Good is it going to be head or tails when they so, do the coin toss? Ooh. That's stupid. That's the uncut gems. I almost killed him for that. Obviously, against everything I I would ever say about life ever again. But Tom Brady's gonna win a Super Bowl this year, and it's gonna be be the biggest stupid fucking spectacle (laughs) from ESPN (laughs) riding this fool's fucking dick. Like, oh my god, he hosted in his own stadium. He won it. Like, he's. Definitely one of the best players who ever played a position. He's gotten very lucky over 18 years. I'm not going to lie about that. He's hey, I'd rather times. be lucky than good any day of the week. It's very true. But I do see the Buccaneers winning this. But I do believe it's going to be a shootout. You think it's going to be high scoring? I think it's going to be like a high I think it's a high scoring first half. And it's going to like start tampering off. And it's going to come like down to the wire, like it's, field goal, last it's second. Literally be, has... I think what Tom Brady knows, first off, he escaped the lucky one. Back to back to back three interceptions, regardless whose fault it was. Yeah, you, A. Rod should have scored at least one of those three. Times. Yes, but exactly. Hey, that's like I said, that's our defense. The, the defense but, was clicking. The defense, but that's, so the clicking. defense has to be clicking for them again because this offense is not like the Packers. These offense, these folks can run, and yeah. Mahomes can run. And the thing about this is that we're fast too. Mm-hmm. In that that game, the first game we played against them, Tyreek, he just got off. It was just some stupid, a couple blown coverages, whatever. He got off. Mm-hmm. That's fine. They went on the big lead in the first quarter, but we only lost that game by one possession. 
you know, it's coming down to one position. I think, it's, I think and it's and that's gonna what's going like to happen. It's going to be like I think in, we're going to see. But that's when our offense was starting slower. Our offense has been clicking a lot earlier now. It's, it's been stalling out. But where you have that one turnover that changes momentum. You think like it's going to be a I pick think six? Gonna, I think this game is going to have one play. One play is going to be like yo, that play won the game. So it's almost like when Hartman for the Chiefs fumbled that ball and Buffalo turned around, scored a touchdown in like three to ten seconds, but the Chiefs were able to cap, like come back and it really didn't Someone's matter. Gonna run, like, it's going to be like, let's say the Chiefs scored and next you know what, Pat, the Buccaneers running back for a touchdown or something major is going to It's going to be a big, it's going to take a big play to swing it. One big play to swing it. It's going to be like an interception like like Mahomes. Well, some, I don't know. know. How many fans are So home? we got, so as of right now, the NFL said 22,000 fans, 7,000 7, are, are going to, workers, yeah, tickets are going to essential workers. Now the big question is how many people can afford tickets because like, it's ten thousand dollars. Yeah, nah, for I one mean, ticket starting price. Oh. I was looking at tickets and I didn't know Buccaneers when Brady got signed. Didn't they just shoot the season tickets like through the roof? Oh, absolutely. There's people who got money for it, and people in oh, Boston yeah. coming down. So Man, that's just what about me though? What, what about <laughs> you think me? The NFL care about you? Nah, I'm just saying. No, like, come on, I make up a lot of their demographic. No, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yo, that's true. But it's green, baby. Yeah, exactly. They say I smell broke. <laughs> so the big question I have, and facts. The, the the big question I have for you guys is predictions. Who is going to be the MVP of the Super Bowl this year? I'm, I'm sorry, I can't talk about much more of this. I feel like I'm already jinxing the team, <laughs> doing them a disservice by this. So Gronk. I'm a, Gronk, I'm, Rob Gronkowski. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna step out. Devin White probably. <laughs> I'm gonna say anything. Devin White. <laughs> so but, you're going um, defense. Um, yeah, no moss, no moss. I, I do, I because I'm because I'm looking at the more of a betting point of view. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Grunk has the craziest fucking or Devin White has the that's probably, my dude. Though, that's, the my, that's my guy. Devin White, besides obviously Brady, but for the NFL money wise, if Brady won the fucking MVP, but it, Super Bowl is so different. Like, it When's takes, the last time Brady won a Super Bowl MVP? That's the point. Trying, whenever the Brady was in the Super Bowl last time, no, nah, because Elderman uh, he never wins. Receiver won he, one time. He definitely has won. Let's look it up because that's got to be. I'm t- when's the last time he's won though? Because I think the last time was when uh, Elderman won because he had that crazy ass catch. Edelman, was that against the Falcons? He yeah, has won. he has because they lost two. against the Eagles. I, I want to say it's probably when he won against uh, the Seahawks. The Seahawks, I when they had the uh, pick, uh, Malcolm Butler. All you had to do was His give the ball to Marshawn. Twenty seventeen, when they overcame a twenty to three deficit oh, to beat the Falcons. 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 Falcons yeah. yeah. So, so he did. Yeah. So he won an MVP when he they did. came back. So right. I, I think, thought Elderman won for. Didn't Elderman get one? Then? So he has four Super Bowl MVPs out of his six. Yeah. Then Dante Stallworth has one. Who has the other one? Uh, the black receiver they have beginning. Dante Stallworth has one. No, no, not that one. Oh, it might have been Kevin McCourty. Was that his name? They had or, a black receiver who um, won the Corvette or something like that. I remember that. I, I, 2000, 2000. The early, it's like you know what I mean? Like, it was like, yeah. Troy, it was like Troy Brown or something like it that? It was a nobody. I want, Troy it's, Brown sounds really funny. But familiar. I can't remember. It's a, it, it he, was, had, he had braids back then or dreads like that. But it was a cool receiver. We got hold on. Receiver. Let's look that up real quick. <laughs> it was look one, it's up. one of their first ones. Look that up real well, quick. Well, I guess the question, obviously, if they once they win, they're going to win. Will Brady come back for the back to back or he go off to the sunset? Honestly, I, Brady's gonna come back. He's We're not the type. But I don't think he's that guy. that's like I'm gonna win this one. I'm old. I mean, let me get out of the casino. He's still got too much in him. Nah, he's the dude. Like, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna play until he can't play anymore, and then he can once he gets on the field. Like how Drew Brees is. Drew Brees mm-hmm. got back out there and kind of realized like physically I don't have this, mm-hmm. and this might not this might be it. 
whatever. So no, he's already he signed for two years. Yeah. He signed two years with us, so he's going to come back for another year. So yeah, uh, yeah, for uh, sure. Dion Branch. That's what. Dion Branch. Dion he's the nigga Branch. that he killed somebody. He, he okay. like the manslaughter, right? He okay, the one that ran. All his business. Okay, we don't. No, we, we I could have sworn. I could have no. I could have sworn Dion Branch. He like hit somebody. Right. It was like a hit and run. Look it up real quick. What, am I the one with the smartphone? You left right in front of you, bro. You the one Google, but no, nah, Dion Branch. I could have sworn Dion Branch had like a manslaughter case on him. Like he was okay. Let's let's look at it. allegedly, allegedly. As, allegedly. Uh, he got, I, I think he got his Halle Berry on. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> let's look it up to see if if, if Cap is right on that one. Because was Dion Dante Stallworth? Didn't he hit someone with the DUI? Maybe it was Dante Stallworth. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I knew so, uh, was a receiver for the a receiver. A receiver for the uh, the uh, not the Falcons Green. for the um. But wasn't Dante Star with the Browns when he? Yeah, Dion Branch. Uh, the new. Uh, hey, uh, no, 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 no. no. Hey, it was Dante Star. It was Dante Star. <laughs> my bad. My bad. All right, Dion my bad. Branch, wherever you are, if you're listening, apologies. That'd be amazing. I hope you're enjoying that Super Bowl ring, <laughs> Super Bowl oh, MVP he's ring. Probably in Cancun right now. Yeah, <laughs> no, that that, that that was Dante Stallworth. Okay. Yeah, he, he was drunk and killed somebody. I can I can see this being a very close game, and as you said, spectacle. Like, not only will it be a really high rated, it game. is a spectacle because you have the face of a you have the face of the franchise, and you have the goat. Question for you: Going against each other. So, are you passing the torch? That's what we're trying to think. That's that's, and that's what the we're NFL, doing. the media. That's that's, that's what they that's want because they've already crowned Mahomes as he's he's the yeah. guy. Yeah, he's absolutely. the one. And Brady's like, nah, nigga, I'm still here. It's in Tampa, over under COVID restricted players. Oh, did someone can someone not play because of COVID? It's actually interesting you brought that up because Patrick Mahomes was like, "I'm just isolating." He's like, "I don't want." Well, be they the can't. Why. They can't arrive until February fourth. I thought. Right. So they're not getting there two days before. But and he, the, he, he the, Tampa, like, the Tampa Bay players, they better stay their asses the fuck at home. Right. You're talking about like Patrick Mahomes, like well, oh, any, anyone, anyone, any, any player on that team gets it. Does the NFL nah for why? Because no, ain't no fuck it. Let them niggas infect each other. Ain't no game. I think it's gonna be the After last this? game of the season. So they're gonna Who be like, oh, fuck? you got it. Ah, yeah. What's the risk? Yeah. What's the risk? I mean, ah, so, remember when um, Dodgers won when um, Turner came back out? In the yeah, field, that's and true. They got mad about that. That's actually a Do good we point. See something like that happen for Super Bowl. Because let's say that honestly, let's say Mahomes caught it. I just want to make sure both my safeties, as long as both my safeties are healthy, we don't care. The NFL is not playing games. The NFL is not going to move this thing. It's so too you much think money. They're pretty much telling them, "Y'all motherfuckers, sit the fuck in Look, the house." We we all saw the NFL draft be virtual from Roger Goodell's basement. A lot of us didn't think when that happened in April. That was his basement. Right that was his basement. His That's a game. nice. Ba- that was a nice basement. <laughs> you know when made? you make forty four million a year, you can have a pretty nice basement. That's how much he made? Forty four million a year. Nigga, the players don't make that much. Exactly. Year, yeah, you're, yeah. He exactly. make terrible decisions. <laughs> Terrible decisions, but I think it's they're going to look at it as like this season was a win. Yes. This season was a win, and, and if you're if we're being real about it, and I know we haven't really gotten into it much, but besides COVID, the only off the field issue we saw that I can recall was Chad Wheeler of the Seahawks with his alleged domestic violence case. I mean, what's crazy? No one's talking about it. No, so there's more to the story not talking about. Because apparently he's bipolar and he is off his meds and then he just starts tripping and had an episode and hauled off and whooped your ass. They're not telling that part out. But the crazy part is I haven't heard anything about it on any, like, platform. None none of it. But if, like I said earlier, if it was a black player with a white girlfriend. Or if it was a star player. 
It would have been breaking news. No, it could have been niggas that drink the fucking water and that shit they would fucking talk about. Nah, because even the kicker from uh, the Giants, when he had his hold, that thing, oh, he, that that oh, was on, that was on every That was pretty big. That was on every yeah. outlet. That I mean, like, that's New York. I was like. But still, I mean, it's Philadelphia. Steve Weatherford? Was that who it was? It's, 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 no, this is Philadelphia. Like, how, how do you no, not? No, no, no. The Giants punter. Oh, I don't, pun, oh, the punter, yeah. What about the Steve, Seahawks player? No, but no, Chad Wheeler is the Seahawks player, but who was the punter from the Giants? Steve Weatherford? No, wasn't it the Giants kicker? Yeah, was it kicker or he was, was it punter? Obviously, he would know the name better than we would <laughs> since he worked at NFL Network. I would assume so. Uh, let's look it up. Mr. Famous over here. But anyways, what I'm saying is that... Uh, the cat from Seattle, Josh whatever, Brown. He's sorry. not. He's not getting. Any, I, I don't see like it's not on TV. It hasn't been. It's like, only on Twitter. It hasn't been publicized. Exactly. Right. And I, it's because like it's it's a black girl. Yeah, I mean that that goes into it too. White guy, black girl. All the way around, they'd be all over the fucking news. Oh, 100 percent. Tyreek Hill tri- tripped the bitch, and then they whoa, kicked him out the league. We're not gonna touch whoa, that one. First whoa, of all, no, whoa, I, whoa, I, whoa. I I know a dang leg. He gave the bitch a dang leg. He kicked the bitch in the back here calf, and her shit came out. All right, we let's move on. So let's go. We're gonna get all the legal responsible podcast. Fuck all y'all. That's why I'm here. Let's go from one goat to another. LeBron James. The Lakers were looking. LeBron James. The the Lakers. Were looking really good. They were undefeated on the road. They actually lost back to back. So now I believe they're nine and two on the road, losing on a buzzer beater. Uh, go ahead, Tobias Hair. Tobias Harris over Alex Caruso. Don't think the Lakers should have switched in that, but they did, and they lost today to the Detroit Pistons. You always uh, last seconds of the game. You always switch everything. That's just that's common. No, I don't think you switched. It was far enough from the basket and you had enough time. I, when you do, you usually say before in the huddle, it's always switch everything. When it's a last-second shot situation like that because you don't want the person to pull up and have an open look. He pulled up and had an open look. He didn't pull up. He, he, he penetrated. He just penetrated. It happened. It happened. But that's not – but that's – that's. I understand that that coaching, that, that call when you say – we always say last second, switch everything. There's this – Everybody's on the same page. You just switch everything. You force him out to make him better, have him take a tough shot. He took a fadeaway off of one leg and he hit it. Yeah. You know, that well, happens. But. Well, the, the Lakers, they still did really good on the road trip when you think about it. Like, came out Aren't strong they on the road. On the road, general? No, 9 and 2. 9 and 2 now. They were they lost, they lost they, her back, too. Yeah. So, I guess the, the Clippers won tonight over Miami. So, the biggest question is uh, do the Lakers even need to, because now they drop uh, the one seed to the Clippers? I believe. Do they even need to, you know, play back to backs? Like, should Le- like LeBron play tonight? AD play tonight? Should they have played? Is this a, a everybody? You season's how many games? This year, seventy-two. 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 Then you need to play seventy-two games. You ain't no. I'm gonna take today off. You know, you can't call in sick. You just hoop. You just hoop. That's it. True. You I just see hoop. It more as a little different. I think. I like the fact that LeBron and them are playing because it's like if they're not playing, I want to see the rest of the. I want THT to get out there, get some more playing time. So when it comes, they're not like, "Oh, this is my first time here." Like, no, you've been doing. Kobe this all would right. never sit out well, a game to that's rest. That's why a game. there's levels to this. That's like, come on, man! Like you, that's disrespectful to the game. It is disrespectful to the game. If you're not hurt, it. like if you're not physically hurt, you just want to rest because you feel like this team that you're playing is not good enough. So whatever, like, that's like, bullshit. Well, I, so I, does a player have rule over the coach? Is it like who? That's bullshit. That's the coach should even think about that. You should play every game the same way. You want to win this fucking game. Like there's no like mm, uh, so don't play tonight. We're gonna so take it easy tonight. Should whatever. The rule be changed in the NBA. Like you gotta force them to play. Well, no. What you do is if this team is trash, you go up by twenty five. 
and then you sit down the you're second not, half. You kind of blow them out. That's, that's what you do. You that's what you do. You There's no, yeah, card. I'm not going to sit down not play and then let the, the 15 man get a couple reps in. He gets his reps in in practice, and if he's good enough, he's going to play in the fucking game. So well, what I, about the injuries, like, when there's like a, I think it was a quad tonight. Well, you my big, get so, hurt doing whatever, whenever. I, that's very we talked true, about this last keep, time. It doesn't fucking matter if I'm playing on Tuesday, well, Wednesday, I, Thursday. You could have gotten hurt doing some simple no, shit. But then what if you kind of injured? Should you rest then or just say fuck play through it? Let's if you say can you roll, hoop. Let's say you roll, your, you roll your ankle a little. Do you want to rest it or do you want to just play on the next day? That's different. If you hurt, like it depends. Like, all right, can I hoop? Mm, I don't feel good. I'm, I'm 60%. Mm. Let me take another day. No bitch ass this pretty much from the players. No, exactly. There shouldn't be any. Because most people like, shit, if I can, it's going to hurt in yeah. way. So, like, fuck it. I'm going to play. Because the rule got changed, right? You said they can sit out more now. They can no. sit out more. Uh, the NBA's There's no televised force. games. Yeah. But my thing is, when I look at the Lakers' schedule, they came out strong against the Bucks. I mean, that was their first game after Steph Curry hit that dagger at home mm-hmm. to beat the Lakers when they were up with, like, 18 in the fourth quarter. 17. Uh, 17. They come out, beat the Bulls. Bulls aren't that great. Uh, Cavs, that game was close until the, uh, what was it? Third quarter, when LeBron had to go ham mm-hmm. against, uh, came out and scored 21 points in oh, the yeah. fourth because there was a Cleveland executive. But then to lose back to back, I think if I was Frank Vogel, knowing the game I played last night, which was so close, felt like a playoff game mm-hmm. against the Philadelphia 76ers, I probably would have sat LeBron. AD did not play tonight, so I got to correct myself on that. He's a quad injury tonight. Right. Like we said. But if I were Frank Vogel, I would have done like you said, like, hey, let's get some more reps because now the Lakers, they'll have a travel day to go from Detroit to Boston, and then they have a matchup against the Celtics. And, you know, as you were talking about with COVID, Jason Tatum, this is, I think he played, what, his has played two games since he's come back from COVID. Yeah. Um, against the Bulls and against the Spurs. So it, knowing how big that game is going to be, and it's going to be a primetime game on ABC, Lakers-Celtics rivals combined for almost half of the NBA championships, if I were Frank Vogel, I would have sat them tonight. That would just been me. See, uh, I, just, so I have a problem with sitting. I don't know. Right I, as a player, I wouldn't sit. Uh, there's no there's no like game I'm going to miss the game just because. Granted, I might be uninterested in the game because the team is not up to par or whatever and doesn't have the same appeal. But still, we're going to go in, get get your money. Go up by a lot, and then you know you let the subs come in, and then they do the rest. Because the trend this year, because I'm fancy, obviously, like every single player who I have is said, "Oh, back to back, they don't play one of the games," and it's not like that's. It's, mm. it's like in the, some of the players like that are injured. Like, okay, I get why you're not playing this game because like you, got, you just came back from a major injury, so fine. But a lot of them, like Westbrook, for example, before he got hurt for his last injury, he was resting on back to backs just to fucking do it. Like, bro. You guys are a borderline maybe playoff team. Well, I think the thing that's crazy to me, too, about Washington is they have missed so many games due to COVID. And they're going to have to try to figure out when they can come back and play. And I think another big thing with Washington is what happens to Bradley Beal. Like, he scored 47 in a loss against Houston. Like, he's, he's got he's a had, what, out. 10 games Did where he, he scored 40-plus points and lost. Someone, someone, I think, see, they said the Clippers should go for him. Oh, who would you give up though? That's I mean, what the question like. You gave I up mean, so you gotta much give to up, get Paul you George. Gotta give up, um, Should you? What's, what's you, the dog? Nigga, trade, trade. You just, Paul, I mean, you, you, trade Paul George for Bradley. <laughs> straight, straight up. I mean, straight up. Who are your biggest chips that you have right now? Probably Zubach. Lou, you gotta give Lou. You gotta give Lou probably. I mean, okay, so you got. Because this Lou, make the you money. Got, you got Lou Williams. Because the money has gotta be right. But so the thing Lou is, Will- I'm looking at Lou like, sweet Lou, looking a little. 
rusty. No, I Lou, swear he looked a little savory. Lou he looked like he a little older. Lou or Beverly. Lou or Beverly, like Zubac. One of those two will have to go for sure. Zubac you got, is a guarantee. You got Luke Kennard. He, I mean, he's always, like, tradable. You just yeah, brought, Luke Kennard, he just trade bait. You got a lot, you're paying a lot for Nicholas Batum. Do you maybe get rid of him? First of all, I, where did he come from? He came Charlotte, from, uh, he came from the, the, the Phoenix from the Ashes. as a rose <laughs> to I, I was a Nicholas Batum. Yeah. He was with Charlotte for That was 2K, Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is the Clippers took a risk of taking his contract off of Charlotte. They took a lot from that. So, if Bradley Beal goes to the Clippers, I can see that. But maybe another option for the Clippers is Zach Levine. Because I think he Dude, has Zach to go. He is my favorite player in the league right now. His game is I, – I love everything about his game. He's gotten better every single season. Where could where could he go right now and just instantly fit? Like instantly plug and play and go. It has to be a playoff. It will be a contender. It has to be a playoff contender. Honestly, if he went to fucking Warriors, that would be devastating be, for them. Yeah. I mean, Where's you trade nice? him for Kyle for Kyle Oubre. So you need you need you nah, take Oubre. I mean, you would have to take Oubre. No, the thing is, the thing about Levine needs the ball in his hands, though. Yeah, he needs the ball in his hands. So ooh. Miami, no, that might get too many shoes already. No, that too many shoes. Like I'm thinking, no. like maybe like Portland. Portland would because be. CJ's out. And what you, about Houston? Houston's tough because you just got Oladipo. Mm, so that might Houston, be it. Yeah, they have Oladipo. Oladipo was part of the Harden trade. Wall, yeah. Plus Boogie uh, Cousins. Like, that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's like, a that's lot. A cl- plus Christian Wood's already coming on. He so. would be good in Milwaukee. He would be good in Milwaukee. Maybe would he be a good third scoring option for the yeah. Mavericks? No, he would be the no, be second, second scoring, scoring option. For Milwaukee? In the Mavericks. He'd be the third. For the Mavericks? Yeah. Because you, you put and you put Kristoff or you know? No. 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 no, no. no, no. no. Zach no. Levine. Only because Zach Levine can get the ball, the rebound, and push it. Zach Levine is a he's a one on most teams. He's a two on certain teams. So you think that combination of Luca, Zach, and Kristoff's kid? I think I Z- Luca and note. Zach would run well. It's together. a good question because he's supposed to go towards the Kings, and he got they signed the contract, qualify with them. Correct, correct. He was on his way. He to didn't Sacramento. want to be there. Right, correct. And, but Bulls Zach, matched, and he was very upset Zach about Levine that. Zach Levine is balling. Like he, he I, I've been saying it for a few years. Like I wish they traded him, Kyle, for him, because Zach Levine is an instant bucket, and he ain't scared of the limelight. He's After, a six-seven six, point guard with bounce. Yeah, after exactly. his ACL, he kind of came back a little slow, but now I think he got he's back. gone. He's gone back. He's, he's got back. back. He got that ACL. spring back. Good, like because that first year you could tell, like if you get hurt, like especially as a jumper, you just you don't have that same that same giddy up. He yeah. didn't have that, and he's gotten his legs back together. His jumper is butter. And I think it's interesting you note that like it took him a while to find his game because there's another point guard who's on the trading block that's struggling, which is Lonzo. Because there's already talking about trade packages, and if it were me, I'm not trading for Lonzo Ball. So First I'm, of all, Lonzo Ball has his game; it has nothing. He's just he's a lazy ass player. You can sell when he plays. He plays lazy. Mm. He plays like he's he plays laid back. He always has that mm, kind of shoulders down, whatever, and that's how he plays. That laissez faire, like, and, and that was cooling in high school because you're in college. You only play it. That's cool, but the league you don't have no dog. His brother has dog in him. His his brother's gonna get all the spotlight because his brother had to work. Like his brother scored ninety two points in a game, and that's when everyone was like coming after him as a. But that nigga was he was shooting from half court. He like, was cherry picking. He was shooting from half court, and he was also like five nine in the ninth grade. He and then he, he, and he grew. grew. He, also, he took a different route. He went. He did. He did. Yeah. No, I mean he, he went did. To, he he went did to the, Australia, uh, and he actually did. He did his daddy thing. He he did what his daddy told him to do, <laughs> and it, it, it it's paid off. Got that big baller. It paid hey, off, whatever. So I, I like, I like him. I like both of them. But I, so I like Lonzo's game, but he but just plays Lonzo, like he doesn't care. Lonzo's 
Because they're playing the ball through Ingram now. Is right. that affecting his play, though? Well, I think it's a lot of things, too. It's like, one, we can... Stan Van Gundy is defense, defense, defense. And you see their defense has improved a Lonzo, slightly. but Lonzo D's, he can play defense. He can play defense, but, like, the offense isn't coming just yet. Like, when you had when you got rid of Alvin Gentry, Alvin Gentry was like, offense, we're going to do this, we're going to score. Then you lose, you lost Drew Holiday. You and lost when you, the true. You, got, you got rid of Drew Holiday for what? Like, Who they get in return? They got, like, th- what, first-round picks, but it's... it's, it's Relatively it's, nothing for. But Drew Holiday right wanted out, right though. He wanted out. He I wasn't going to. Re- he wasn't going to resign with them anyways. And the no. players got all the control now. The players have. All, but what team right now would can use a point guard like Lonzo and actually be like, okay, we're actually a step up now. See, that's I when I saw that there were <laughs> the some <Lakers>. teams. <laughs> if it comes off the, the, the Lakers, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I thought about that. I was like, are would the Clippers be? Better they, honestly, like the Lakers, they they made the, they traded the wrong players. They should have kept Brandon Ingram. Well, they couldn't. No, I'm sure they should have got. They should have kept Randall and Ingram and got rid of uh, Kuzma instead. No, I think they wanted. To, I think Ingram had to go. That was unfortunately. He was the, the piece. He was the piece that had to like. I think right for everything had, else to get set in motion. They, they, he they, had they to made a decision like, all right, they probably say, all right, you could choose Kuzma or Lonzo. Like LeBron, point guard or what? He's like, I'll do point guard. Give me Kuzma. Yeah, and that's against what it was. Well, I think the biggest thing with me, I with wanted Lonzo to keep is, Lonzo personally because I think he was, I think he's not obviously might, might be a star, but whatever we'll see. But I think he I mean, we could have just drafted Jason Tatum and that's a whole different story. But I think a big thing with Lonzo is I'm not trading for Lonzo. I think that's my biggest thing. But nobody wants him. He has no, he has no value. Right, because he's not on a contract. Well, he's on a contract, but they didn't. His last expired year, right? It's his rookie contract. So like I said, he's gonna get that mid mid level contract. He'll get like ten million. But the thing is, like he, like, uh, he just he has no tenacity when he plays, and that shows like on the court. Like defensively, he's gifted. Offensively, you think he doesn't want to be there, and he's just like, I don't want to be here anymore. I, I, I'm, I you know when, people, when you have a job, you're like, I hate this fucking job, and then you hate it so much that it shows in your. In your I think department. he's a. I think he's been like a rich kid, well off kid who's had everything laid out in front of him, and now he's in a position where he has to work. And I just I, know, I don't see that work ethic in him. I don't see that that dog that I need to get. He's better. the right coaching. Well, man. I think the big thing is when your dad puts you in the spotlight at your first press conference when Magic Johnson says your name is going to be in the Raptors. When you're playing in your hometown, uh, when you're playing like in LA, there's going to be a lot of spotlight on you. Then you go to New Orleans. You go to New Orleans. Go to New Orleans, which is like what the second lowest market behind Memphis when it comes to ratings really? uh, for NBA. I mean, yeah, you're not, you go from LA. I'm the, you're going this, from the top. Dog I went to, dog. to, I'm from, I'm from out here. I went to UCLA. I play, I got drafted number two. I'm the Lakers. I'm the Lakers starting point guard. Good. Now I get traded to New Orleans. Well, what the fuck I'm going to do out and here? Not only do I get traded to New Orleans, I'm not even the top dog in New Orleans. Brandon Ingram's better. Oh, oh so all of a sudden, the like, Zion, Zion Williams is here. It's yeah. Zion Williams team. It's nothing it's about. city. Yeah, he's third, fourth fiddle now. He went from being, you know, that guy to being whatever. And it's like, I can't, you can't get down the same in New Orleans that you can in LA. Yeah, and I think a big like, thing. I is think you, why do you, sorry, I just said last week how him being lazy. I've been watching him play. I was like, Kevin was right. Cause like he doesn't, he seems like, I get the ball's not running through you no more. Didn't fucking demand but it. But that's, I mean, but he, that's his demeanor is laid back and cool. But I can tell, like, when he was playing with the Lakers. He's laid back, but he's still there's that intensity, there's that hustle, there's that energy in there. Even though you're cool about it, he's, he's not. Nah, you just you don't see that it, anymore. It, it all depends. Like some guys take that as like, look at Markel Fultz. 
Number one overall pick, goes to Philly, doesn't live up to expectations, then goes to Orlando. That nigga was trash in college. I don't know why they drafted him in that. Well, no, he he tore his ACL. Oh, you're talking about in college coming out when he's getting drafted. He got got hurt, right? Yeah, but my thing is, like, once he went from Philly to Orlando, he played, like, a lot better. And I think it was because, let's be honest, there's a lot of dudes in Orlando who don't live up to expectations. Victor Oladipo. Uh, they know they don't know. Orlando didn't give Victor enough time. They, he was only there for a year before they traded the nigga. Yeah, so and that's fucked up. That, Victor's nice. He had a, he needed a little bit of time. So it's very interesting to see what's going to happen with um, Orlando in the in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I think a lot of teams are starting to emerge. And one team that is losing right now, but the Warriors. Like, James Wiseman can ball. Fantasy, baby. Let's go. When I saw him play last night against Minnesota, it was one of those mini back-to-backs where they yeah. played Minnesota twice. When I saw him block a shot, run down the court, and Draymond immediately threw it up to him for a lob, and he jumped from dang near the free throw line to dunk it, that Warriors team is good. And I think Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre both scored over 20 in that mm-hmm. game. And if Steph continues to make these crazy circus shots, we'll be seeing like which we've seen, which we've seen, the Warriors are going to be a problem. So you know who Wiseman is the new version of? The Lakers picked up a player in the '80s for no fucking reason, out of nowhere, James Worthy, off of a lucky, <laughs> off of a lucky trade they made. That's true. And people don't realize, people forget that like James Worthy was the top dog coming, coming out, out of North Carolina, yeah. but he came to a team that had two bigger dogs. And we were Lakers were blessed to have a player like James Worthy the entire time. Yeah, because he should have been on his own team. Yeah, absolutely, he could have ran his own team. And Wiseman is the same kind of player. He was top dog. He played what two games in college and three games, and then they're like, until it was like, hey, you can't play anymore. He said bye, and he said bye. I'm gonna start training. And, and when I look at him play, he is gonna be legit. And it's scary to think what he might do with a, a healthy Clay. Yeah, a healthy Clay. A healthy, well, obviously, step. A healthy Clay, but just give me a mediocre Andrew Wiggins and a mediocre Kelly Oubre. Andrew Wiggins is one of the biggest busts of all time. Yeah, they, I mean, they have to trade him, but who, like, what are you getting in return if you're the Kelly Oubre? Really, really he's mean? he's top five niggas in the league. Do you try to get Zach Levine? That's why I was thinking, but since we said he needs the ball in his hands, I think Draymond typically like has the ball as that point forward. He is a point forward. Like they, they need to stop doing that. Oh, then I I think I saw one like those little fake little sites there. Like talking about maybe uh, Drummond, talking about Drummond getting traded, probably to either the Nets or obviously them. Well, Cleveland has so many bigs, but I mean, weren't the Nets also talking about they wanted Kevin Love? Like that they want be- Kevin Love, McGee. They're looking for a center because they need one. They obviously. do because you get rid of Jared Allen and you Dallas Jordan. That's that's the the, the aspect of that trade I did not like. Having Jared Allen off your bench, who's probably one of the top rim protectors in the league, he's about to be one of the best ones in the league too in the, the year or two probably. But like. They had to. They, they, I don't they, know about year two. Jerry Allen's been in the league for a minute. Remember how like, the centers is always that one year they just blow the fuck up for no reason. It used to be like that. It used to be like you have Marcus Camby one year, Tyson Chandler one year, mm-hmm. Okafor one I year. I think I just they had to do. They had, they had to trade him. Unfortunately, the Nets still ain't shit because they're all bad together. Like I hate how watching like <laughs> not hate how I was like oh Harden's so happy is like bro like you're playing with two fucking players that are probably better than you are arguably just as good as you. Who? Pardon? Yeah, he's happy because he had to do everything. Exactly. I think some. I'm reading a tweet from one from some news um, reporter who called him pretty much called him a bitch, and then he wrote he wrote widely now for for eight years. I rode Harden. I, I was on his side, and then he leaves. Like, bro, you had a shot in Houston, and you didn't want to take it. Right. And he said, and he pretty much called him. I was like, 
you at last at last second plays, you don't make it. Well, you don't do what it takes to win. Here's what I'll say about James Harden. I thought this was very honest and open when he said this during his introductory Nets press conference. He said, one of the reasons I wanted to leave Houston is because now in my career, I want to focus on winning a championship. And with that being said, he goes to the finals. We're thinking OKC is going to be this fantastic team. And then he looks and goes, wow, who's going to be the person here who's not going to get their bread? And he said, I wanted to get my money. I wanted to get my family established. And I thought that was very, like, you know, transparent for an NBA player because we all know that's part of the game. Yo, they should have signed him and left Ibaka ass in the wind. They should have, but I think he was like, I'm in the odd man out. I want my money. He goes to Houston, gets his money. Well, that's his gets- fault, though, no, because if he had pooped during the finals, he would have got paid. True, which, I mean, there was going to come a point in time where one of those guys was going to be the odd man out of those four. And, and it was should have been right. Ibaka. It should have been a box. But Ibaka right hooped. Yeah. He didn't hoop. James Harden was ghost. He was Casper the motherfucking friendly ghost <laughs> but, during them finals against uh, the but Miami. Now, he, now he's older, wiser. He's been through all the playoffs. Which is ironic first. because if he was there, he would have been the missing piece to make Russbrook and Durant work. And that team probably doesn't lose to the Warriors. They probably keep that 3 1 lead. Oh, yeah, they the win. the Warriors dynasty even happened. Does KD leave? No, like, they would have won the year after that. They probably Butterfly won. effect. They probably won the year after that because Harden becomes the ball handler, and he's the one they can able to uh, to facilitate, and that takes uh, Westbrook off the ball, and that gives him the ability to slash and streak like he's supposed to do instead of having him be the primary ball handler. And then Durant just does what Durant does. Well, Victor, it's so funny because, like, segueing talking about the Nets, we saw Kyrie Irving trying to give his jersey to Bam Adebayo, and the Miami Heat security guard said, no, no, no. I don't know if you know this, but COVID doesn't catch. You can't catch COVID when you play two hours of basketball. You can only catch it when you exchange jerseys. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. But then we saw when the Nets played the Hawks, they gave Kyrie and KD gave their jerseys to two, two chains, who was on the sideline. And Victor, you were yeah. saying off camera how you feel about like people exchanging jerseys and COVID. So listen, I am all for the exchange jerseys, but like I just think it's just so hypocritical of the NBA talking like, oh, after the game, you guys can't touch. But yet, this fool was just backing me down in the, in the box right now for for the whole game. It's 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 all for look. It's all for look. And it's, it's all just for look. Critical. It's like just come up the truth. Listen, these players are in the same court together. Yeah, like they literally are playing back to back games in the same teams. Sometimes I didn't touch this nigga sixty five times in the last like, three like, minutes. These, two, these fools are sweating. They're breathing in their face. They're talking shit in their face, and it's just like they're touching licking each other. Sometimes, I mean, yeah, I, all that too, Kevin. But like, <laughs> it's like, but it's just like, oh, but hey, after the game, it also is like, oh, when you're not when you're not in the game actively, wear a mask. I get the players are more suited for it. All right, that's fine. I'll let it go. Whatever. But I just, yeah, while on the bench, you got to wear a mask. I just I just ran up and down the court for. That's the, the same thing when you court. go in a restaurant. Like you can't. You have to have your mask on. But once you sit down at the table, you can take your mask off. Right. Because yeah, that like, changes any. That changes cause, everything. Because COVID said, "Oh wait, what time you at? Oh wait, we good. You yeah, you exactly. you're the game. I'm away." It was like it's just hypocritical as hell. I get the concept of them trying to like be like, "Hey, listen, we're we're one with you guys." Then how about you show like a video of them like hanging out outside of the. the Oh, after after the game, they're in their house doing nothing. Shows that. Don't show right. them on a court without a mask on and, and off the court wearing a mask and don't touch nobody. Well, here's my thing, too, and I'm glad that we talked about how they were in Atlanta because that brings up the subject of NBA Commissioner Adam Silver was talking about they want to do an all-star game 
and Atlanta is the leading spot right now. Because Atlanta got the most COVID cases because Atlanta is <laughs> the most wide open. So my thoughts are, Kev, how do you feel about an NBA All-Star game potentially Nick, happening oh this year? These niggas shouldn't be playing right now if they're not in the bubble, <laughs> let alone doing extracurricular games and fucking All-Star game. All that's going to do is make the strip club dollars go up. So that- that's all that's going to do. You know, James going to have a little time to get some bread off, maybe Paul George too. I know he <laughs> likes to be in the strip club and shit. But no, nah, I mean, like, it's 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 funny that they chose Atlanta because they know that that's the place that's going to be the most open. It's going to allow the most people there and have the most access to everything. You know, fuck COVID at this point, whatever. But I mean, it is what it is, man. I, I mean, I think it's very interesting when you look at it. If I was the players, obviously, yes, I want it. You would go. You would go if you were selected to an All Star game in Atlanta. You'd be like, all right, I'm done. I'm not going. I'm just going to take the weekend off. But I'm not going. <laughs> but that's the thing. Is like these players, like. They're people. They're regular people. I get it, and like they're all the same people. It's like if you give them a week off, which is fine. Like, yo, you're off from work. Do what you want, and you have the expenditure to do that kind of stuff. You should be able to go out wherever you want. However, it's like your job, kind of. You have to come back in a week, and if you test positive, you're gonna fuck up a lot of stuff for a lot of well, people. I think. I think there's and that's I, the thing, but nobody cares about that right now. They don't. No, Everybody I, wants to care about their fun. Yeah, I think it's twofold. I think you have to look at George Hill, who came out and said, "Look, if you want me to stay inside twenty four seven." I'm a grown man. You can't tell me what to do because if you took COVID that serious, maybe we shouldn't be playing. I think that's point number one. I think a lot of players feel like that. I and that's the bitch. That, and that's the nigga that's like, you just, where, where's your resolve, my nigga? Like, yeah. you, they're telling you, like, yeah, this is your job. You need to stay inside. You can't be affected. If you can't do that, like, come on, that's just the simple shit. Right. But I think it's also, I think it's that combined with, I believe the NBA is pushing uh, the envelope little by little. First, they come out and say, we're not going to skip the line for the COVID vaccine. Then they say, oh, you know what? Our players might take it, not because we want to skip the line, but because we want to influence a black community that doesn't trust the government. And then then they say, we're not having an all-star game this weekend. But then you come with, oh, we might do an all-star game this year because it's going to benefit HBCUs. I think the NBA... How is that going to benefit the HBCUs? (laughs) Chris Paul, the head of the Players Association... Wants to throw it so he can have social justice still be a topic of conversation and put money towards HBCUs, which I respect. But I think you can do that without having an all star game. I totally agree with you. But I think the NBA is slowly but surely, like slowly but surely, realizing, oh wow, we need to make up some funds because we're postponing a lot. of That's games. all it is. It's all about money, right? But I think they're waiting for the dollar dollar bill. I think they're waiting for a public reaction to see, like, okay, speaking of which, Harry Tubman on a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> True facts always. But I think they're waiting to see how does the public react to this. Because, as you said, like, Atlanta is wide open. The public is going to react like they always react. Irrational. Of course they want an all-star game. Of course they want shit to be back open, everything to be back popping the way it was. Because people are feeling, you know, like caged in. Right. Everything's shut down. Your, your normal uh, social activities are mm-hmm. are no longer. So it's yes. like, yeah. Open tomorrow, but it's raining. It's I mean, it, like, L.A., because we do this podcast in Los Angeles, and we've had some of the worst, I mean, COVID numbers in the country. Mm-hmm. And you look at the state of California, Governor Newsom, I think he got caught up in that French laundry scandal when he was out at that restaurant. It's not looking good for him. Right it's now. not looking good for him. Well, I mean, no, I mean, yeah, you can't shut down the restaurants, but then your restaurant wide the fuck open. Not only that, but you're sitting next to someone with no mask. And, and y'all, yeah, y'all face naked. <laughs> but now we're starting to see, now we're starting to see all the tomorrow in LA County things are supposed I to open up. Officially it starts tomorrow, but yeah, so tomorrow, it starts tomorrow. It's a downpour tomorrow. 
That's and, true. Hey, I'm supposed to drive to Orange County tomorrow. It's raining like this month. It's raining hard. Like it. It's supposed to rain hard. I might have to reconvene. Well, San Diego's haircut. open. Like, my dad was Remember telling I told you, me. Speaking Jesus. of haircuts, quick aside, Curtis, you need one. Yeah, I know. So that's now that that's He's open. getting braided. You tell, you tell you that? You can't get that shit braided. That, shit too, braided. that shit too brittle to get braided. <laughs> <That's> too brittle. <laughs> hey, I like my hair long. Get it braided, bro. You know I what you look? Shirt, though. I didn't need a shirt. You look like a young George Jefferson. Ooh, I told him that's disrespectful. Looks like Denzel from um, I just the First of all, he don't look like no type no, of but Denzel. The beard part. The what? Or the beard? The the you're talking about the uh, magnificent eight? The, the, the magnificent looks? seven? Because he would say how his beard. No, he don't nothing. Nothing is Denzel about this nigga. I don't know, man. Shut up. I act like I like you too, so that's gotta be worth something. Ah, uh, Victor, we George have, Jefferson. That's all, all that I is see. The most disrespectful thing you've ever said to me. Nah, I can think of at this Ooh. moment. Uh, Victor, we had a Twitter question. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, (laughs) we had a Twitter question. Uh, Someone hit us up. You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram. At the E-Rose Podcast, which is T-H-E-E-R-O-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. On Twitter or Instagram. So, I think, so this question, it's a very complex question, so I think we have to do it in parts. Okay. So, I'll read out what it says, and I'll put so it. It's like the strawberry letter. <laughs> 23. So, my boy, Haviv. We all know Haviv. You, you know Haviv. And, um, we all know Haviv. Haviv? You don't know Haviv. He's, he's the homie. I don't know his? No, you, I don't think you've met before. I don't know no Beeb. <laughs> I don't know so no Beeb. he asked, asked him what question would you want to hear. He said, top 10 athletes of all time, but measured by the impact they've had or had off the court, off the field, outside the line. Example, LeBron and I promise are DeCam and Matumbo building hospitals are even honorable mentions. So I think this is such a tough question. That's why I said this is not a one-time thing because 10 athletes that we could think of, it would take us time. It would probably be like a segment like we do like Two or three a day. No, I think I, I don't think that's. I think it's one. You would have to think the ten athletes, yes. But I think it's also. You know how we always talk about. Oh, Jordan would kill LeBron. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's also different eras because Muhammad Ali lost. He lost something. You know what I mean mm-hmm. when he talked about Vietnam but and not wanting to fight those Viet Cong. That's why he had the big impact. But also, he it's was a dumbass question. <laughs> First off, how? How? I so? don't know. I just don't like it. I mean, yeah, you're right. Muhammad Ali, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, but like what was like Jim Brown, social- all the civil, all the civil rights movements that they did, like they did a lot behind the scenes, mm-hmm. like for civil so rights. So if you were to rank them all, who be? The I don't one? know. We got to like kind of sit that's down and think about that. That's, that's a hard question to think about. The first person sure. I think about was Lance Armstrong. Before the cheating, whatever he cheated. So what? He had he had cancer. So what you want him to do? He had I cancer. Mean, he also, like you can look at Lance Armstrong as a villain for what how he cheated and doped and lied about it, but he also raised some of the, like the biggest, biggest funds, yeah, funds ever for in cancer, cancer research. research. Yeah, I think my mind goes to uh, plus he had cancer. I don't think that's cheating. When you, you got cancer, you can cheat. <laughs> Was it Jamal Anderson, the former running back who built houses in the South, and one of the families he built houses for was Deshaun Watson? Who's now? Really? Yeah, you didn't know. See that 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 right stuff there, like yeah, stuff like stuff that. Stuff like man. that bothers like me. Work done. I know work done is done. Not, a lot. Excuse me, it wasn't drawn. It was work done. Work that's done. Yeah, was. work done. But that's I think that's the thing that bothers me the most is when most people are like, "What? I never heard that." That because now when you're talking about heard. you know because when you're talking about an impact, if someone built a school, huge impact. Someone built me a house, huge impact. Hospital, huge impact. Like, but remember, is it? Um, there's a lot of there's. Remember Slim Doug, the rapper? Yes. He he has his own like construction site in um, Houston that builds low income housing for people. Right. So when you talk about like big ink, like biggest impact, 
that's that's tough to that's a, that's a loaded that's a loaded because, question because some yeah. people will be like oh LeBron obviously I promise but it's also because he's the most high profile like I look at Tommy Smith and John Carlos the two who are is famous that, for, is that a real school what I promise it is and he also is paying for his students for to go to Akron. to go to Akron so it's he LeBron does a lot and I think he puts up with a lot because that's he's, a tax write off right there well he's also it's, a big target a tax though for not it's. That's a major move for people. Like, yeah, no, of course. Granted, it's Akron, so like, but still, like, these kids were coming places that well, I, I, they're not guaranteed to go anywhere. And now they're like, yo, if I go to this school, I can go to college and change my whole family's life. Right, and I also think it's interesting because we always talk about like LeBron. And I promise, which you know, shout out, not hating whatsoever. But I look at it as like he's gonna get the most shine because he's LeBron James. But I look at someone. I look at someone like Jalen Rose, who has Jalen Rose Leadership Academy, mm-hmm. which started. Before the I Promise School, but doesn't get doesn't as get the same pub- yeah, as much publicity pub, or yeah. praise from the mainstream media. And I hate to say, it, mainstream. I think it's also because he wasn't an active player. You work for the mainstream media. <laughs> Facts. That's, I think if he was an active player, it'd be a little more shine. Well, so that wasn't the question, though. Right that, the question is mm-hmm. what even has if he the was an active impact? player, he's not going to have the same amount of impact. I believe, because I believe he's David not... Robinson does the same thing. I think a few, yeah. or even Deion Sanders has his own academy, right? Or yeah, I, I think there's there. so much of that that we don't see. I mean, I Kobe think, had his own academy. I mean, no, but like these. That, that's not a sports academy. Not. I know. <laughs> well, I think. Don't to, speak on being like that. I think you also have to look at like Maya Moore. Maya Moore well, took, a whole, she, she took a whole season off and, and married got, a nigga. And married the guy that she freed, who was wrongfully in prison. Like that's a huge impact. Yeah. Okay. That was weird. I go lie. That was a weird. <laughs> I, that was a weird headline. That was. I don't know. I didn't know what to think about that. I was like, I, I, was, I still don't think about. I that. was like, so what? This is like your pen pal or something. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like y'all just y'all fell in love through the ink. I, I mean, mean, I feel it. So I think overall, this that's a Noah Jones movie right, right there or some shit. No, but then, I think I think it needs to be more detailed of like because you know who has a big impact and this is a West Coast bias, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson showed like let me invest in my community. He did. He had the whole hood popping. And not only that, he but had he Magic was, Johnson what, what, theaters. What, what did he own? Uh, Fridays. Fridays. Twenty four. Twenty. He he bought. No, he had shit. The, he, the half the block was all magic. No, but I think the big thing with magic. The niggas was working. It he, was crazy. Yeah. He bought things that a lot of. He like, bought the Dodgers. He bought a lot of things he before that. Him. I mean, he put in. He, he put in a nickel. He still Whatever. He still no, smoked. He I, still smoked the L though. Yeah, I think he put I enough think. in to smoke the L. You feel me? When you look at Magic Johnson, <laughs> he invested. In he a probably lot. rolled the blood at least. Oh, he had to roll it. Man, of course, Magic rolled it. I mean, see, I'll, I'll put this five in. Let me roll it real quick. Magic invested in he a bought, lot of he things. He brought the swisher. Black people. They didn't think. Corporate America didn't think black people liked. True. He invested in Starbucks. Black people don't drink coffee. He invested in Jamba Juice. Black people don't drink juice. Magic Johnson. First said, of all. No, there's nothing but niggas at the Starbucks in off Centinella in La Tierra. <laughs> but I think he had that ownership where he's like, look, I'm going to take the money I make and reinvest it into my community, which is a huge impact because that's jobs, that's, you know, branching out. I think that's a lot. So is that possibly a like consideration for it? That's why I saw this question. I was like, this is a good question, but it would just take, it would take his time to really sit there and really ask a better question next time. I think it has to be like, is it a fiscal impact? Is it a social impact? Um, Spiritual? I don't know. Spiritual, we yeah. get to, we get, what about T.D. Jakes? He got churches everywhere. Is he an athlete? He could have been. He, shit. T.D. Jakes? could have been. He's a spiritual athlete. I don't know. Is he? He's fucking for the Lord. Yeah. He's fucking for the Lord. I think he's assisting the Lord, not blocking the Lord. He crossing the devil up every day. Exactly. In and out, step back, tween, tween, tween. 
But I think it's interesting uh, talking about magic and how he invested and how corporate America wasn't really ready for that. Mm-hmm. Corporate America wasn't ready for what happened this these last two days. Hey, nope, give me. Victor, talk about it. Listen. Tell us what's going on. Why are we going to the moon? So, listen. First off, um, Red Rocks, bitches. Disclaimer, <laughs> we are not stock advisors. Do not look at what the fuck I say right now and think like, oh, we're doing that because that's not what's happening. Whenever, First of all, whenever we bring up stocks, indoor gambling, put your money at your own risk. Yeah. It, it, everything we say is at your own goddamn risk. This is, our, this is our opinion. Very true. Okay. Except for, except for our favorite alcohol. Which that's is Uncle Nearest. Preview, Uncle Nearest. That's always Katie a good investment. That's a you got to get that 90 proof, though. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, so, if you're on the, on the stock market right now, so, essentially, what is happening is the fucking people have decided to play Wall Street at their own fucking game, and up until t- today is what? Today is the 28th. It's not going to end well, either. It's not going to end well. For whom? The no. little people. No, it's not. Yeah, it, probably, it's not probably not. We, today, honestly, today, honestly, oh, showed that. What? Because the past few days, so, game stock, game, game shop stock has risen risen to a different fucking level. It went from like they were worth two billion in December. Now they're worth over twenty four billion based off stock are, options. Listen, that number means if I'm sitting not at mistaken. the table You're with right. Tesla and motherfuckers like that. Fortune five hundred companies. Makes this no company, which is basically being by the the hedge funds, was basically being pushed out by them shortchanging their stock. Yep. Do you understand? Basically making basically trying to just make them bankrupt, whatever. And they weren't trying to make them bankrupt. They were betting. On them going, yeah, they, weren't, they weren't making you know, them. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> which is like I'm no is, expert in this. I had to ask a couple of my homies about this. They know they do this shit every day. Essentially, there's a sub, there's a, there's a form on Reddit called Wall Street Beats that bets that these 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 are day traders. That's that, definitely not the Reddit page I follow. And that's what they do. And they're like, oh, this is like they, they pretty much they just like talk like facts and stuff like that. Like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And someone found out like, oh, they're shorting GameStop. Let's just rise it up to go against them, and they did, and it went from and they they made money. There's profitable. So the stock game is hard, but like these motherfuckers went from forty dollars a share to a top on the twenty eighth of Thursday to four hundred eighty one dollars. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's yeah, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Okay? Ridiculous. No stock does that. Okay, nothing does that unless you fucking discover. Oil on your own fucking property. You understand that? Yeah, some Jed Clampett shit but, right there. But the same trend, the same trend was like, yo, fuck it, let's keep doing this shit to these people. And I obviously jumped, I jumped into this. Shit. I've been playing stocks for a while, but this has been wild. Like, and then, but then today, what we saw, okay, we already know they don't play by the same rules as we do, and we fully accept that. Like, hey, you're rich, we get it. You have more privilege and rules than us. It isn't fair, right? But it is what it is. You, you risk doing this at your own. At your own risk. However, they're playing at a different number that we can't even fucking fathom. Fathom. Right. They're playing with hundreds of million dollars. And they just lost billions of that motherfucking shit over the last few days. A lot of hedge they funds were, lost billions of and dollars. And it, it was so bad that they did something this morning that I've never seen that it honestly should be illegal. They literally had these platforms like Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Fuck you. <laughs> But um, they had these apps. Yo, the, hey, honestly, did you watch the interview? I was watching CNBC. Oh, with his the, fucking bullshit ass interview. First of all, I I can tell when somebody's bullshit and somebody's lying. He's in the pocket of one of the hedge funds. He was 
it's either that or no, it is that. It's the Citadel was one of their biggest backers. I just from I don't know anything about that. I just got the vibe is that they didn't have enough money to back up all all the all the. the, That's not what it was. That's what I feel it was. I feel like they just they weren't liquid enough to to contain all this. The problem was the hedge funds were shorting the shorting the stocks. Like okay, we bet it goes below forty, and it didn't. It went to fucking and when you and when you bet the short, you lose a lot of money. Like your money, you keep losing money until you fucking sell it. And then at the prices it was going, we're talking millions. People lost billion dollars right yesterday. Yeah, and it's to the point where we always say eat the rich and fuck the elite. And they were complaining. It's Robin Hood. Robin Hood. But, but yeah, it's a different that Robin is corrupt no, now. But, no, but this Robin Hood. So what they do is. So Robinhood, it's funny because when they first came in the game, they changed the stock game. They changed everything. Because they made it no commission fee. So that means every share was just bought off the back. And it, it made it easy for people who aren't in like insider the trading. Because was, yeah. hey, you're Robinhood. You're taking from the rich game to the poor. Right. But essentially what they're doing well, is. When niggas took too much. No. When niggas took too much. Oh, no. Nah, y'all niggas still poor. Y'all didn't even stay poor. Because this morning, what I fucking saw was ridiculous. I don't trade on Robinhood most likely, mostly, so I'm happy about that. I don't, I'm on E-Trade, so what's up, E-Trade? I'm with y'all. <laughs> but they fucking shut out people. Like, 1.3 million people couldn't trade on Robinhood today, yeah. Which caused... On certain stocks. They no. said he couldn't trade. He couldn't buy any stock. You could sell. You could sell whatever you have, but is, you couldn't buy. Which has to be market manipulation. Like you can't tell me I can't buy a stock because, because that's it's volatile. Because that stock is gonna cost you too much money exactly. to back up. That's what I was talking about. They didn't have enough money to put up. Yeah, exactly. They didn't they, they weren't expecting all these niggas like first of all he's like this is the first we're the number one app in the app stores. Mm-hmm. This is oh, never they, happened they're, before. They're just, I really do think Robinhood is on granted listen again this is like a game with the banks all these people who are the elite they're all the they're the true enemies in the world because they don't give a fuck. They're they're on the, and then there's literally billionaires on TV crying like, oh, there are this billionaires is, on CNBC shedding real they were, tears. They had the audacity to say this is not fair. But flashback to 08 when these fools caused the housing crisis and people lost their fucking pensions. Did nobody fucking say it wasn't fair then? They said, hey, it's a game. Oh, it happens. Yeah, so go but, fuck yourselves, all you fucking billionaires. See, that's why when I play Monopoly, I'm always the dealer or the banker, rather. Yes, this is really Because I cheat and, and I get all do that Do not money. fucking sell. That's what if they've been doing. If you have fucking stocks, do not fucking sell and you keep fucking buying as long as you can. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm buying some, but that I'm willing to risk. I'm not putting in fucking my life savings. I'm not fucking stupid. But I'm going to put a few more monies in there tomorrow. And I swear to God, it's just, what? <laughs> Kevin over here just. just no, I just want my mic to hang like. Oh, my God. <laughs> just hang yeah, like, what the hook's going to be. Right now is hey. My goal, obviously, is I want that shit to go to the fucking moon tomorrow. <laughs> All right? Because. What they did to honestly, what they did today, it was so bad that you had bipartisan agreement when AOC said this is bullshit, pretty much, and then bitch ass Ted Cruz, the traitor, domestic terrorist. I agree with this. I agree, but AOC came back and said, "Yeah, I would agree if you were trying to kill me, so go fuck yourself." Exactly. She's like, "I'm all for bipartisanship, but not with someone who wants to take my life." Like, but at the end of the day, these motherfuckers have to pay, and we. And the worst part is, we all know they're not like. Ain't see, nothing gonna happen. They're gonna, happen. So they're gonna readdress that. So they're gonna have to readdress worse. whatever the situation is because they don't want it to happen again. No, Correct. Oh, so that's why I said you guys. 
people have been dying and starving in this country for the past almost for the past year for the pandemic and no laws have been being pushed for them i guarantee you because all the money that he's got lost it was like 11 billion or something that got lost in like a few days i guarantee you by next week there's some new fucking rule regulation now that we can't do this ever again. And if, if, if I'm not mistaken, Janet Yellen, who's Biden's pick for Secretary, Treasury. Treasury Secretary, she actually is backed by the Citadel, or she's uh, the Melvin, the hedge fund. Oh, Mel- Melvin Capital. I believe she has yeah. a lot of stake in that as well. So mm-hmm. is that a conflict of interest before she even gets sworn 100% into the job? 100% conflict. But it's 100% conflict of interest. But like, this is the problem. The stock market is built off of one rule. It's free and fair. So that any fucking person with their own capital can put money into it and hopefully get a return. I'm not saying it's guaranteed. So what we're doing is saying, hey, AMC's going up. Let's just fucking buy it. Yeah. And what they're doing is saying, whoa, you guys can't risk your money. That's not safe for you. Exactly. So let me let me shut down the website so you can't do it. But... Nigga, even you do that shit. Even though you're the one making That's money. literally what you do. That's what hedge fund managers honestly, do all the time. We can almost say it's almost fucking immoral to a sense where you're betting on a company to lose money to put people out of business. Right, which and, then helps your stock and, and your portfolio. At the end of the day, that shouldn't be legal. No. If the basis is if that wasn't legal, this wouldn't be happening. And that's it. Yeah. Well, but, it's everything that's going on. I, I believe this is just the start of something. Oh. And. I think until they change regulations, like I'm already, I'm on, I'm on this trend right now, and these shits are fucking, I'm, bro. It was trending on the world Twitter. Do not sell. Yes, that is. I am so fucking happy this is happening because, granted, now a few people are making a lot of money right now. Like a lot of companies making making mad money that that actually own these stocks. That's fine. I get it. People are making money, but there's so many fools losing money. I think it's fucking time for the people to fucking take the time back and get this shit back from them. And it obviously, it's, this, was not, this was not a protest. This was just a bunch of fucking greedy-ass fucking stock traders in, in a fucking Reddit trend that said, hey, let's make some money. And that shit blew the fuck up out of nowhere. And now it became a fucking movement that when they shut out America, they had people in Canada and different parts of the world saying, hey, let's trade on this stock exchange and start buying that stock and let's just fuck these fools up. It's almost a point now... I'm honestly, if the money, okay, if the stock goes down low, I'm going down low to the flow with it, okay? <laughs> if it's underwater, I can't swim. I'm about to learn how to swim because I'm will. i willing to lose this fucking money to prove a fucking point. It's not much. So don't get it twisted. I ain't, I ain't got much in there. <laughs> don't get it twisted. But if I win, I win. But that's just what it is. But like, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the next week or two because this is, this is big. Well, I think also the thing that I've noticed is uh, from what I've read, they shut down that Reddit so quickly. Wall Street bets yeah. they shut it down, but it's the but the Capitol insurrection, the Civil War, see you on January sixth. That Reddit was up for months. months. No one cares about that because that that's not you dollar signs. Money. There's exactly. no dollar signs behind that. That's it's very very crazy to me. Who cares about human lives? Well, uh, man, we talked a lot about in this week's show. Before we do go, I want to uh, just give a couple you know memories of life. Uh, we lost Hank Aaron. Uh, the last time we did a show, which was Cicely such a Tyson. Cicely Tyson passed away, Cloris yeah. Leachman, uh, and of course it was the one year anniversary of the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and seven other passengers on that helicopter. So uh, I guess just the big sentiment for me this week has to be like cherish everything we got. We talked about COVID and stuff is um, 
the, the rates are still going up, but a lot of places are opening back up. As Kevin said, uh, a lot of people are feeling like caged animals and getting that uh, cabin fever. So if you're going to go out and you're going to do stuff, like, please be safe. As Victor always says, please wear a mask. Don't be distance. face naked. Yeah, don't be face naked. Like, I, we're still going to go through a second, maybe even third wave of this if we haven't gotten to it. The vaccine is slowly but surely coming. But with all the, the passings we've had My dad recently, got vaccinated today. Really? How do you yeah. like it? On really? Wyndham or? Yeah, he's he got a VA, so he uh, they got it early. Essential worker? Yeah. No, nah, he's not essential. <laughs> <laughs> Like wish, I wish your dad was here to give me a cut right now. Since oh I, yeah, he. Yo, because you moving you, on you up. Your beard at least. I mean, I would. To I the now. east side. Bro, you, like, you, like you homeless. You know nah, what? he got that George. I'm telling you, <laughs> man. That like, Jeffy. Like, 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 your beard don't Oh my God! Thank you for those pointers. Thank you. Oh, no, he got that Gallagher. He got that black Gallagher. He got the black Gallagher. We will be back sometime next week. We got to figure out what we're going to watch the Super Bowl, but we might do a podcast. It's uh, probably going to be at my goddamn house. I usual. will. I was going to say I will be there, so I know that's where I'm going to be. Shit! That means uh, I got to cook and clean either. up this motherfucker. Uh, but make sure you guys like, subscribe, and download the podcast. Make sure you share. Yes. Of course, as Victor said, if you want to talk about topics, we do answer bring up questions. some better questions. That's going to give us. <laughs> it a, was a good question. I mean, that we got to go back and do some research. Get something we can no, debate about on the spot. Is that better for you? I mean, just a better question. Goddamn it. <laughs> That's All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys soon. And we're a fucking. <laughs>